I bet. Hey, 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 <laughs> it's the big motherfucking baby. I got my uh, my inside voice on. That was a nice vibrato. Oh, uh, was it? Yes. Thank you. It sounded good. I'm working on it. You're welcome. You know, I was in the youth choir when I was when I was growing up. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey. Um. So I have a special guest here. Do you have like a real name? You going by your name? What? what, what? Just Najoni is my real name. Oh, so we got Najoni on here. Najoni. And and for some of you, and for some of my my niggas back home, uh, oh fine ass Najoni from work. Uh, <laughs> oh, that that's who you are in, in my <laughs> back home group text. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Frico? Yeah, that's, yeah. Go ahead. So, we've been vibing, like, all day for, like, the last eight hours. We had a little family dinner. Shout out to Miss Dolores. She shifted. South up. Brazilian. Yeah, because we can't be South African. <laughs> know about them Kenyans. Whatever it was. Um, but we're coming off of a, a hell of a week. The Joni had her, her family come in town, and we tried to show them the best that of Bahrain that we could. And we end up showing them bullfrogs and, and margarita wranglers. Mondays and wranglers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. And Miss Taro over here, she sleep, but she TMZ with the shits. She talked all the best shit in the world. All of it. <laughs> and uh, she didn't even drink. Don't even drink. She talked that shit. Anyway, so like we've been vibing for like the last eight hours, and the Johnny waits till eleven thirty. Like I ain't got to be at work in the morning to talk about them. Let's pull out the microphone. You like this microphone? Ain't been is here that all what day. it sound like? Is that what it sound like? Okay, go ahead. Sorry, this is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Gotta stay hydrated. So I sent over I sent over a list of topics today that we we're going to talk about, and we never got to it in like in the large group. But the way the dynamic worked today, that this just would not be appropriate to do. Mm-hmm. So. Quickly, camel polo, right? I saw a buddy. I saw the dude in uh, in was it Wranglers? <laughs> yeah, it was Wranglers Thursday night, and he had like a polo on, but it like had like the camel, a dude on a camel playing polo. Okay. And I thought it was just really funny because somebody obviously bit the polo Ralph Lauren thing and tied right. it to the Middle East. <laughs> not even like a. It's not even like a topic to talk about. It's just like it was a funny observation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a bunch of niggas throwing up gang signs too. That shit was really Good weird. Lord. I, I don't do gang signs. There's Wranglers for you. Have you ever thought about going vegan? Sometimes, only because Beyonce has done it, and I think Beyonce is the queen uh, of the world, and I want to do what she does. But I don't know if that's the wisest choice in the world. No, nah, no. Nah, you know what I love about Beyonce's queendom? What? That she's still ain't as big as a king. Black men don't cheat. Gang, gang. But, okay, anyways. But, but um, <laughs> So I have a friend who's vegan, and she's probably going to listen to this in two months because she doesn't listen on time, which is fine. Um, But I swear, like, every time she posts something, she's talking about being vegan. I'm just like, look, dog, we know you're vegan. We don't care. Okay, you go somewhere, and they ain't got no vegan options. That's what the hell you sign up when you deci- for when you decide not to eat normal food like the rest of us. And me personally... I don't eat pork often. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do sometimes. I don't eat beef often. I do sometimes. But goddamn it, if it's good, I eat it. Mr. Lewis looking to me like, uh, yeah, you want to say that earlier <laughs> today? <laughs> Absolutely right. I put my diet on hold when I'm on vacation. And since uh, 
My vacation starts tomorrow. I'm on vacation. But here's what happens when you have a conversation. It's really hard when you're texting. That means you're not focused on the conversation. Sorry, sorry. I'm here. So I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry, I'm here. But um, I was talking about vegans because they bother me because they always talk about being vegan. And it's like, hey, bro, I don't care if you're not motherfucking vegan. I saw a meme today about that. It made me laugh. What did it say? It was just somebody was in the tub that was taped up by some duct tape of some lobsters on the edge of the tub. It was like, if vegans rule the world, and some lobsters was like, click, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you laughed because it's a hard visual to. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> and I still don't totally get it, but it made me laugh, so it works. Um, but another conversation I was having on, like. Find it. I was having it on Facebook today, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of talked about it, but we were, like, so deep in, like, conversations that really matter, which in, like, 30 minutes we'll start having another one of those. But this shit, like, kind of threw me for a loop. Which and one? I can find a damn original post. I honestly think schools should offer fresh organic fruits. Whenever I go to the concession stand, my only choice of food is processed foods. I haven't seen spring water. LOL, I'm not complaining, though. I want to... Be the change around here. Hashtag peace and love. And it's just like a, excuse me, an Instagram post of like, if you think these should be outside schools, gyms, and office blocks everywhere, all this fresh fruit. Okay. Look here, bro. I'm all about eating fresh. You eat that shit at home. You pack that shit in the lunch. But what? My tax dollars don't need to be going to is that much waste. Right. Like waste that I know is waste. Right. I know I waste my tax dollars on a lot of shit, but stuff like that, no. No, not at all. Like I, I, I can't get with that. And I the idea that we should have the school should provide certain things bothers me so much because I don't think schools should raise our kids. I think parents should raise their kids and send them to school for six, eight hours of their day, but your your foundation of of the person you are should start at at, at your home and then obviously it comes out at school just like now we're grown we who we are at home and then the person that we are it comes out at, at work but work does not necessarily shape exactly who I am it's just a contributing factor but this is what I talked about earlier Michelle Obama was trying to push this whole like healthy food initiative with her like first lady initiative and this is what she was talking about the foods that were provided in schools, the type of things that we were doing, uh, the type of foods that were given to kids. So what do you think about that in terms of her being the first lady and also the queen of the world? Because I love her. So don't talk shit. And the $4,000 Balenciagas. $4,000. <coughs> gang, gang. And then five. <laughs> hey. But no, I, I think that the idea of it is great. Mm-hmm. But how do, you, how do you water it down to make it a, a, a thing that comes from home? For those, man, golly, this is a layered what conversation. A dense subject. Yeah, it's so layered it's because right? so many people can't provide shit for their kids, no. or they live in food deserts. Let alone healthy shit. Because healthy shit costs more. Right. You got to pay to be healthy. Right. You just take the like people in California; they look so much better than people like in the Midwest. Right? I agree. <laughs> like Dolores agrees. Like I'm like it's not like the the most beautiful women that look better than the most beautiful women. Like no, no, no. It's the average. Like the average in California is like a like a smooth six and a half, seven, right? Mhm. And they be 
fit six and a half to eat good and and drink green shakes and all that shit. Right. And do two a days with, with with a job. But like, it's because I mean, people out there have a little bit more money because it ain't cheap living in California. No, it's not. And 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 you eat better. You do. <laughs> and you get exposed to it because like. Moving to California cleaned up my diet, and it's kind of gone back to shit now that I'm out here just because I don't drive, and that really messes up my grocery shopping, not having the ability to drive. But I was drinking shakes every morning, eating. Did you feel better, though? Did you feel healthier? Uh, I smoked back then, so no. Okay, so you were so messed up. (laughs) Yeah, but... But no, I I felt refreshed throughout the day. Like I had energy and stuff like that. I really wasn't sluggish because now I eat these eggs and and sausage and biscuits and gravy for for breakfast. And I'd be sluggish. Of course, that's meant that I was like, I can't find it. Huh? Oh, that meme? Oh, you're looking for that meme? I can't find it. The shit was hilarious. I laughed. But but yeah, back to that whole the, the the whole fresh food thing. I'm like, how can we spend money on providing fresh food? Fresh food at school. We can't provide a fresh education. Some people are more concerned about people's health than they are about education. So, I mean, I can understand it from my point of view that I brought into the subject was about uh, Michelle Obama being the first lady. So if you're a first lady and you're looking for an initiative to latch on to, what are you going to do type thing? You want to latch on to... um, healthy foods in schools right so what are you gonna what are you gonna focus on are you gonna try to tackle the education administration or are you gonna try to tackle onto the food that they provide to these kids um which i think is hard it's hard on all sides because there was a time when i was going to school and uh, my parents would like pay for a certain amount of money that i could like allot to my little lunch I wanted that fruit roll up and that chocolate milk, but I couldn't afford it because they put this amount of money. And I remember the first time that um, I went to this little CDC, this child development center, and I wanted to get all this stuff and I ordered all of it or whatever. And my little allotment bank did not allow for that. And so you can only get a certain amount. Um, But they don't, a lot of times, a lot of people do not allow for the things that kids need to develop healthily but they do this fruit roll-up nonsense they do this like high carb nonsense high sugar high fructose all this stuff that's not good for kids that's how niggas eat at home too though because it's cheaper that's the thing uh ramen is only 97 cents in the store is it that much it's yeah I know about I, that what did you sh- in california where did you grocery shop at where we grocery shop at no, I'm talking about when you were there by yourself grown. Uh, by myself grown, I was shopping at... Whole Foods. Where was I shopping at? Not Whole Foods. I wasn't at Whole Foods. Um, I wasn't rich enough for Whole Foods. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Ralph's? Ralph's. Ralph's. Ralph's is where I was going. Yes. Thanks, Mom. Food for less, baby. Not food for less, but I was at Ralph's. I was at Food sometimes, for less. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes... The other one. The other one that I can't think of... Food for less. Oh, I was food for less every day. No, um, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Oh, yes, they used sometimes, fancy. sometimes Trader Joe's. Because I was in the CrossFit. What Trader Joe's? Shit. Don't they have like the two dollar bottles of wine? I don't know. I didn't buy $2. liquor from them. I just bought like healthy Uh-oh. food from them. I thought it was healthy food. Oh no, I went to food for less and got the uh, the frozen delectables and 
and and the cheap. We're meat. sidetracked. I know. The point is, <laughs> don't keep me on topic, huh? Yes, I'm here for you. I'm here with this notebook. Thanks, Queen. Go ahead, <laughs> Queen. Go ahead. But no, um, were you talking about the? Do you talking about like your 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 parents providing you a certain little like dollar figure of right. whatever? Mm-hmm. So I learned very early. Sharon, right? She used to write the check for like the month of lunch based on the price mm-hmm. to to the tea. Then she switched it up. For y'all that don't know, Sharon's my mother. Um, that's some advice I got from you. Um, so I, um, so, so then she started like just writing an empty check. It's like, hey, let me know when, when it's out. Man, when she started doing that, I was buying all types of reckless shit at lunch. Fruit roll-ups, cookies. I wasn't even eating lunch. I would go get pizza or some shit like that. But while I was young, again, let me take it back. It, it starts at home now. If you want your child to have a healthy lunch, you can't count on the school to give your child a healthy lunch. So you, my mom would cook me breakfast every morning, and she packed my lunch up until it got to a point to where I'm like, hey, I'm going to go eat this garbage at school. Mm-hmm. I barely even ate school lunch. I was a, I was a breakfast. I ate a big breakfast. I snack on some oh, PB&J Uncrustable because I ain't like that bullshit in a fruit salad. And then I'll eat dinner at home because I've not ever been a fan of school lunch. That shit's trash. Yeah, I see you. Me either. It's Christmas time in the Holland's Queens. Chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. <laughs> uh, I'll try to get my ring No, it's the, same thing. it's the same thing for me. So when I went to, so we called it the CGC. It was called the Child Development Center. It was really just a daycare that my parents sent us to, my brother and I to, when they were going to work before the school season set in. Um, they would put a certain amount of money into the little bank. It was kind of like commissary, really. Like, oh, what are for we real? <laughs> yes, it really was. They had new pools on commissary? It really was. It was kind of like commissary. So they would put a certain amount of money that we was allowed to get for, like, snacks commissary. and then lunch or whatever. Um, and I remember the first time that I went up to the lady, she was not very nice. I don't remember her name. That's why she's so insignificant to my life. But wow. um, That hurt. Yeah, that's how it goes, Ah, young queen, let it go. You so um, I remember asking her for like a fruit roll up and like some top ramen or some some shit like that, and she was like, "You don't have enough money for that." Blah blah blah. But um, it was just because that was how much money you put into the lunch system. But it's what you're talking about. Um, if your family, your parents, or whoever your caregiver is, is not giving enough money to provide you with this certain amount to give you a healthy meal, quote unquote. Um, for what's going to give you the most sustenance that's prescribed by somebody that has some sort of authority over you, um, then how are you going to know or how are you going to provide that for your people? Like, you're just trying to feed your kids at this point. Yeah. And, like, me and my my mother and I have had, like, like adult conversations to where I'm like, yeah, I try to stay away from the canned stuff now. Sometimes I do because Mm -hmm. it's convenient and I can have it there long enough. And I don't buy fresh because I'm not that committed to cooking. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Like, uh, again, I don't believe in just throwing money mm-hmm. out the window and throwing away food bothers me. Now, I'll throw away some strippers. That's entertainment, though. Um, <laughs> but with that, it's just like talking about the differences, like in generations, to where, like, yeah, she grew up, like, yeah, she kind of came in like that canned generation to where now, like, uh, yeah, frozen cost a little bit more, but. It's better than canned, and fresh is the best, but guess who ain't grocery shopping every other day? 
Right. I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't Generation Z because you writing cursive. Shut up. I'm just saying the kids don't know how to write cursive no more. Who doesn't? The the little kid, the young. What kids? Motherfucking kids. Well, how old were we when we learned to write in cursive? Like I know how to write. What cursive. year was that? Do you know? I'm sorry. I'm calling you. Ninety, ninety-two, ninety-three. Oh shit! Uh, was I born yet? I don't know. What year were you born? Ninety-one. Best year ever. Shit. But yeah, we was young. We was young. But I'm just just the fact that you learn how to write in cursive. Like they don't teach cursive anymore. You're right. Because apparently it's a dead art. Uh, it's I'm, super dead. People well, don't do that anymore. What people don't understand is you can't write a signature if you don't know how to write in cursive. And if you taking notes in a class and that teacher talking fast as hell, cursive be shit. You not kiss. Cursive is a word. Cur- it's you, a word. You do a little cursive, little little mm-hmm. little, little shorthand, and all of that. So, anyways, let me pivot, 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 pivot. You know, I got good footwork. Um, <laughs> I was uh, listening to Vlad TV, and I really listen to Vlad TV interviews because Vlad's trash and he's bad for the culture. Who? Vlad TV. Okay, got it. But he has good guests, and he has DL. He had DL Hughley on there. No shit. And I like what DL Hughley has to say. Although I have an issue with him getting old and deciding to get neck tats and hand tats, but that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. They were talking about like the First Amendment because they got onto the whole Kevin Hart and the Oscars thing, which mm-hmm. for me, don't recant what you say. Don't apologize for what you say if you meant it. You can just apologize for the ignorance in which you were operating in when you said it. But don't apologize for your right. words because you meant what you said where you were at that point in your life, right? Right. So then D.L. Hughley talked about how he, he, he defends Kevin Hart's First Amendment right. He defends Amy Schumer's First Amendment right. Hell, he defends Donald Trump's First Amendment right. He, he defends everybody's First Amendment right because he's like, I can't say what I want to say. If I tell you that you can't say what you want to say. Right. And I've, I'm all about the First Amendment. Say what you want. But understand there are consequences for saying what you want. But there are some who think that certain type of speech should be should be uh, removed from society. And I don't think that's okay. Like, I don't think I shouldn't be able to make a joke about somebody because... Be, a race joke, right? Right. Again, not make not downing you because of it, but making a joke about it. Like I can make a joke about you being light skinned and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But it doesn't change how I feel about you. I should be able to make a joke about somebody for being gay, but it doesn't mean I don't like gay people. Oh, I made right. a gay joke, right? Right. Um. If somebody said, "Well, you have to make sure hate speech is censored because what you don't want is you don't want another Hitler to happen." Which you don't want that type of genocide to happen, but at the same time, like we respond to what people say, and people should be able to allow to say whatever the hell they want to say. Right, 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 right. Which is the whole point of it. Yeah, the whole point of the First Amendment is that you should be able to say what the fuck you want to say. Yes, and if you don't like how I speak, don't employ me. Like you are well within your rights to not employ me because gang, of gang. how I speak, but. Don't tell me I can't say that shit. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, like with the Kevin Hart shit, that shit is whack. Cause you pulling up tweets from eight years ago. Get a life. Like, how do you even know these tweets existed? You bored as hell. Just say, oh, let me see what the fuck Kevin Hart right. said. Side note: Is Rick and Ralph? 
know. It's probably a good question to ask. Cause he's a lump forty nine. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, what was I, I was reading about 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 First Amendment? Yeah, because we get so caught up on on hate speech and all of this and all of this shit and equality. And another quote that came from that was, "What is it? I want to quote the man perfectly. Everybody wants equality until the light bulb drops. It's like everybody wants to be treated the same, but if this house catches on fire right now, I'm supposed to save the women and children first, right? Oh, but I thought we was equal." But on the same note, I can make fun of Najoni for whatever reason, because I make fun of her all the time, right? But then if she goes, oh, you're making fun of me because of my Native American heritage. You hate all Native Americans. No, no, not at all. You want to be treated equal, right? You want to be, you want to be made, you want to be treated like anybody else. I'm going to make fun of you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make fun of my, my gay friends. I'm going to make fun of my black friends, my white friends, whoever. I'm going to make fun of everybody. And that's a certain level of equality that we forget about. When we have these conversations because, oh, no, you're shunning me because of my differences. No, we all have differences. I'm pointing out one of your differences and I'm making fun of it, but I still love you. <laughs> that can't ha- They both can't exist, right? Because it's a joke. I get it. Yeah. I'm still the shit from D.L. Hughley. Ellen made helped us more receptive to gay people because she's good as hell on TV and she's right. funny. You right. know what I'm saying? Yes. It ain't the serious shit. Like, ain't nobody going to... Motherfuckers like Anderson Cooper, Wolf Blitzer, they're not changing lives. No. Like, there's a reason why we like Jimmy Kimmel and, uh, what's my man's name, Stephen Colbert at night. Because they talk about the serious shit that we actually care about. And they can provide a comedic spin to it. Which is why I love comedy so much because it allows you to exercise your First Amendment right up until 2018 more openly was to talk about real shit mm-hmm. but what gets you going because you've been quiet as hell over there and I can t- I can talk for days like no I'm in it I'm with you damn. I don't have any dissenting damn opinions. what do we disagree on uh men to women relationships as we've been disagreeing on all night why because women's supposed to just shut no, up and listen no because we've been disagreeing on it all I'll night it's really what it is because women's just supposed to shut up and listen right basically uh, eat the cake anime I don't know um wow. what was the other topic no sorry let me look at the topics hold it hold on yeah you look at the topics look at the there's topics. a few hold on hold on hold on because there's something I'm really passionate about hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up she got some personality apparently I, I love it I looked at it earlier. I was like, yo, these were good. Yeah, and I was in my bag. I wonder if T1 want to do a guest appearance right now. Let's we see. did light bulb. White supremacist comfort. No, we didn't um, do that. I don't want love. I want I don't want love sex. I want drug sex. <laughs> yeah. Hey, T1? Who are you talking to? Yeah. Hey, so you know my my, my, co- my co-worker, fine ass Joni? Yeah. We do a podcast right now. <laughs> Hi. Hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> How are you? I'm fine, thanks. I'm just yeah, regular yeah, in the journey that you can cut off the finance. Uh-huh. Are you at work right now? Yes. I gotta go to work in the morning, and it's twelve o'clock, and she decided eleven thirty. Hey, let's do a podcast. Not me. I wanted to record this. We've been trying to record this for weeks. Shut up. Yeah, you. Who oh, me? Yeah. Nah, y'all need to be bullshit. Y'all the one that came up with a name for y'all podcast yet, and we trying to goddamn build this network. I, I know, I know. I know, but we'll get out of this shit together today. What type of podcast going to be on? Yes. Huh? What type of podcast? 
Uh, we talked about a little First Amendment. We respond to Tyleek's post about healthy foods in school, and I'm like, bro, they can't even give a healthy education. You want to give them healthy food, nigga? You better pack a lunch. Um, I'm about to talk about this love, sex, drug, sex from uh mm-hmm. a boogies, a boogies album, cause I can really go into that shit, cause that's what's wrong with y'all Generation Z niggas, you know. You know, you was born in '95. You different. Pretty much, he was saying he don't want that love sex. He want that drug sex. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not, I'm not gonna use the whole, the whole motherfucking lyric because then it would actually make sense. I just want to chop it off. Just talk about the young niggas love drugs over everything. They don't want to live life. They want to be high all the time. Yeah. Fucking zombies. Speaking of zombies, boy, like you had a long night last night, fella. Man, I am under the weather like a motherfucker. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Like you got drunk last night. <laughs> nah, nah. I had a little maker's mark, a little hot toddy, but that was about it. Hey, don't ever say hot toddy because your name is Todd. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I had, man. <laughs> I got six balls of wine today for fifty four dollars. The wine man is in town. Stay on topic. Oh, uh, anyway. Ask him a question. Ask she, him a pertinent she, question. Ask him what was we talking a about? Pertinent question. Love sex, drug sex. What's your question? Hey, so how do you feel about about drugs in the young community? Because, you know, we didn't grow up on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was around a little bit of reefer, but we did not grow up on, like, in this drug, this drug community, bro. Like, that's just gross. Like, how, how does that sit with you as a man of the people, a man in the community? Uh, well, you know, growing up, like, people didn't glorify drugs. They do that shit now. They used to sell it. So, yeah, we looked at it as either you sell it, and if you do it, you know, you're a junkie, crackhead, whatever the phrase was back then. But, um, I mean, you got people just glorifying it. Rappers, people of influence to these kids. And, <clears throat> I mean, I guess that's why they do it. On top of that, it's, it's easy as hell to get. I mean... You get the you get the right injury, you gonna get a, a a prescription for some pills that you probably don't need. And go to jail if you use some reefer to goddamn kill yourself. Right. So you know it's just a different time. I hate, hate it. I hate it like this, but that's why we need you out in the streets um, on the front line. <laughs> plug your organization. Plug your organization. Plug, plug, uh, circle of advancement. You know, here to unify and uplift. The good folks of uh, Bartow County. Hey, man. Uh, hey. Hey, how did the toy drive go? Huh? How did the toy drive go? Uh, it went well. We we got close to 500 toys that day. Um, so we're going to have close to 60 families this year. That's and, beautiful. Um, I mean, I actually still got to pick up toys today when I get off and, and give them out. Goddamn Chris Kringle? I know Santa Claus. All right, we about done with you. Oh, we about to, we about to, yes. we about to keep going now. I'll highlight you when I get done. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, nigga, stay up. Yeah. <laughs> Play my best friend. Um, Savage. Yeah, real shit, bro. I'm so happy that toy drive worked out really well. Good. I'm proud of them. You're welcome. I started it. I know. Oh yeah, but um, 
fuck you. It's a so, big deal. No, it's a big deal. Thank you. Congratulations. But uh, so you talk about the the, the, the drug thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I look at the other topic I put on there is like celebrities and their fucking and their influence that they have on society. And how we look at these different situations, like with the Kareem Hunt situation, he just lost his job. Mm-hmm. Josh Josh Gordon's done with football because he's a pothead and he grew up a pothead his whole fucking life. Um, and then even the Ray Rice situation is that we we hold celebrities to to a certain level a certain level of morality that we don't hold ourselves to. It's and, a pedestal. Yeah, and my thing is. Should we do that? I think there is a portion of people that want to do that to them because they are held to a higher standard because they have made it to this professional level that they should be held at this professional level of a pedestal that people carry them on. But at the same time, should you keep these people at this pedestal level that don't deserve to be if they acting up? Um, because everybody has the capacity to be performing at the level that they're at, right? Yes. If you really think about it, yeah. Um, you just haven't performed at this level to be recruited, to be drafted, to be at this level that they're at, uh, making this money that they're making. Uh, so it's really difficult to say. Like, do we hold them to this level? But, I don't- but to, to, per, for I think it like sports wise, it's really weird. So. For professional uh, football players, I think absolutely, absolutely, because they know what they're doing. I which just is like really obvious. I, I for, struggle with athletes, especially athletes, to be held to some higher morals moral standard because I know a lot of good athletes, and they're not who, though, and they're not higher great moral people. Standard than who though? The things that that they get in trouble for. And again, because of their job, shit gets gets put out. Right. But do they deserve to lose their way of living? Right. Because of it. Because so we talked. We're about not. This. So does someone deserve to lose their way of life um, due to a certain circumstance? No. Then somebody else of a certain profession that may be a doctor, that may be a pediatrician, that may be a veterinarian, anybody, anybody of any other circumstance for the same type of crime. Um, because they're a professional athlete. They shouldn't. And that's really the question, right? Yes, but because they're in the public eye, I get why you got ads, crazy fans getting upset. Mm-hmm. But I think the system in which we punish them to be less punitive and more rehabilitatory, if that's a rehabilitatory, it should be more of a rehab that's system. a great word. That I can't say. I mean, it could have been great. Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> but again, like, it, it, I feel like it, it should be built more on, like, rehab, right? Yeah. Like, let's let's build these people up. Let's work on them. Because if you got a drug problem and now I've taken your money from you, you're going to get it how you live. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you're, you're going to more than likely go back to that, that crutch, right. that vice. Right. If you're abusive in a relationship and I take away your money from you, I take away from the people who you can... Get you out of that environment. I don't think you're gonna get better if I just say, "All right, bro, hit the hit the streets." Right. Oh yeah, you only went to college for three years, and you got a Florida State education. And my sports fans know what that means. Like, you ain't get shot out of college. How are you supposed to make a living for yourself? Oh my god, right? It's crazy. the fringes of my scarf. Sorry. I know, but it was getting caught in your I'm eye, sorry. eyelashes. And I am not caught in them. 
So my thing about that is like, um, how do you really tell somebody that they are their um, athletic worth is being translated into how well they're being perceived by whoever, right? It goes back to my stance that people are stupid. I mean, they are, but at the same time, um, when I was coming into not even the league, I mean, I was running track, so it's not even really a the thing. The fucking league. It's not a track league. league in America. I know that, right? So I know that. So when we were coming into like Back a when track, I was in the league. like shut up! I didn't even say that. That's not what I said. Are you ready? Are you done? Can I embellish? Are you done? Can I embellish? Are you done? I'm a flex on you in your own podcast. Are you done? You you know got one rule, right? Okay. So Go ahead. when we were running track in, in league? our league. In our oh, Division oh, in One league, in y'all's league, oh yeah, Division One league. Oh, yeah, so when my girls were uh, really good. They were very, very good. They were very good runners. Um, the thing that they would battle against was like this NCAA uh, Division One league. They would battle against these girls that were in this like different category than they were. But it wasn't always about are you better than these people? It's how do you rank up against these different weird leagues? It's very weird. It's very weird. If you look at it in terms of like uh, NCAAs and ECAs and how these things rank up against each other and how do you get these people to all go against each other? How do you rank everybody into this kind of like typhoon of how well do you run? Yeah, you check, um, you, check, you check the time, right? You do check the time, but it's a different ranking for everybody. Um, and I think that it's very different in terms of... And it's different in terms of sports. Mm-hmm. Sports are very different. So I ran track. Y'all played football. Did all this other shit. Um, did, did all these different leagues. And the way that the rankings and the points and everything ranks up, it's very different. It was very strategic for us. So when we went up against it and I ran pants and heps and did all this stuff, my job was not Pants and heps. Don't nobody know what the fuck that means. and heptathlons. So I did seven events over two days for outdoor. I did five, de- five events over uh, one day for indoor. You watched all that, Miss Dolores? She did. You're a good Dolores mama. watched all of that. So when you go against that kind of stuff and you are strategically running for points and your coach tells you this is what you need to do, so that we can win. So because we have other girls that are like better in different areas, that's what you do. You do that for for a living. That's what you do. Uh, so when my Achilles got halfway torn when I was a senior running an 800, that's what I did. And I finished the 800, and that's what you do. You don't complain. You don't cry. You don't do any of that stuff. Your job is, that's what your job is. And that's in Division One sport. And that's what a lot of these guys are facing. And that mine is a much lower level because it's a much very, it's a very you small. You a great story, but you probably your good box real quick. Whatever. It's a very small cataclysm <laughs> as, as what we do for track is what, like, men do for football and what men well, do for, like, big sports. But again, where does that put you morally? What do you mean? Like your moral compass, and why should your moral compass be higher than anyone else's because of your superior athletic ability? It should. My moral compass yeah, should be higher than people. No, I'm. I'm not saying it should be, but society says it does. This? Yeah. I'm drink all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we back. We had to. We had to let the family go. They they flying back to America, and um. Shit, I don't know what the, what the name of this pod's gonna be. Like, it can't be BS in the Bahrain because Mm-mm. 
that wouldn't be that wouldn't be right. I don't know. We'll come up with something. Yes. Big baby and special guest. Oh, fine. That's the Joni from work. <laughs> I hate you. It's funny that, like, that's... I hate that he recognized me. Is that, though? Oh, fine. That's the Joni from work. me about... Yeah. I, about me. Yes. I told my friends about Oh, fine. That's the Joni from work. What do you say, though? Um, so it's funny how, you know, we had, like, our little mental health session the other day where we unpacked and we talked about some shit, right? We so, did, yes. So the thing about the toy drive, mm-hmm. it's also like a mixer. So like we have vendors come out where they sell like like local vendors, they sell their products, right? And then there's a panel discussion and the focus was mental health. And so like after the toy drive, we were having a conversation. I'm like, man, you know, we've been talking about therapy and mental health and all of that shit. I'm like, I ain't get no therapist yet, but I've definitely found like my therapy group to where mm-hmm. I can really like if I need to get some shit off, I know who I can be around, and we can have those conversations. And I tell them about I told them about like Don Vito's like and not like specific details, you know, but like I was like, yeah, that that conversation went to a place to where everybody was sitting there vulnerable as fuck, right? And it was cool, and like there was no judgment passed, it was none of that shit. It was just like a great conversation, and I was like, I felt refreshed after that because some of the some of the things that I struggle with I was talking to people who struggle with the same things but they experience the struggle that I'm afraid to experience you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and he was like bro it's crazy because after the mental health conversation him and some of the fellows from back home were having a whole conversation about that shit and then, you know, we're talking about some other shit. Yeah, you know. So I described who I was with and I like my boy Chu, Rick It'll find out the Joni from work. Because it sound better that way. Right. I went to Lord's and went Good for you. Put on the pajamas. She Shit, did. I've been in mine all she day. <laughs> ready. Okay, okay. I can believe that. All right. So, where were we? Um, that's actually a great question. I have no idea. Damn. We no, we were uh, talking about athletes and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you went to talking about some track shit. Yeah. I did. It went off track. I went off topic. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Okay, sorry. Have you listened to my podcast before? Yes. Have you listened to me when I'm with guests? Yes, I have. Did we go off topic? Yes, we did. So, so I mean, question. you did. It's a question. Burgers yes. or fries? I don't want to answer. <laughs> I'm afraid. Okay, so if we were to bring it back on topic, um, I think that what we were talking about was related to... Um, Athletes. We started with this whole drugs thing, but we got away from that because I I wanted to get away from that to come back. But then I talked about how I think the whole punishment system should be less punitive and more, that word I can't say, rehabilitatory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that takes me to our criminal justice system in itself Mm -hmm. to where... If you do something bad, yeah, you should be taken away from society for some point in time. But in your time away from society, you should get the opportunity to actually rehabilitate you yourself yeah. and not be put in a system where you become a bigger criminal than you were before you got there because you have to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. like what skills are you developing while and, you're in prison? Besides making license plates. And yes, you can go get your GED. I got it. Those, those opportunities are there. You can obviously read. But at the same time, bro, you fighting for your asshole in there. You know what I mean? 
and 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 prisons should be a bit more safer than <laughs> you having to become a because you may not be there for a violent crime, right? Right. But you around them violent motherfuckers and yes. say, "Hey, bro, nah, I'm not you with that." Defend yourself. But, yeah, exactly. Now you walk around with a shank, or you just got to stab right. somebody. Let everybody know you ain't sweet out here. Exactly. When you should be work working on becoming a better person for right. society, then you're not when you get out. Right. And I, I don't know. I just I, I just struggle with the whole we we demonize criminals because it's like why why did you commit the crime? What's your problem? It's a it's it's, it's layered. So why don't we figure out the 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 point the issue that got you to this point? Instead of just saying, okay, we're going to lock you in a cage and you're going to be on a regular schedule and then you're going to come back into a world where you're not locked in a cage, you're not on a regular schedule and expect you to fucking just be productive. Oh, yeah, then we're going to put this F next to you so you got a felony so you can't get a good job because you're a felon even though you've paid your debt to society. Oh, yeah, back to the block. Let me go sell this dope so I can goddamn pay my bills because at the end of the day, I got to make money. Oh, yeah, you back in the system. So what's your what's your main question? Sorry. Uh, I just think that we should work to make our prison system more like rehab and less like prison. I agree with that. So I think that what a lot of people are missing is the fact that we don't have any sort of actual reform. I think we say we have reform, but we don't. Well, yeah, even like with this new shit that came out. Right. Oh, we're lessening sentences. Yeah. What is that? Okay, thanks. What does that mean? Yeah, I'm drunk and... uh. I don't need a drink anymore, but here's a free bottle. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm already drunk, bro. I'm gonna drink it, but uh, you're not helping me out here. You know what I'm right. saying? So, I, I just think that the problem with so much reform now is that it's not coming from the grassroots. We're expecting everything to come, go through the system, and historically, you're right. No lasting change has happened. Initially through the system, it started in the grassroots mm-hmm. to the degree that you, excuse me, you shook the system, and then they were like, "Okay, we gotta listen." But none of our movements are unified. Right. That's why I really think I have this higher calling of being uh, the next uh, face of whatever movement I'm gonna push, like on some Dr. King type shit. Like I really feel that in my head. I've never said that shit out loud. Wow, you got me in a place that I rarely go. But like so many of these movements, they're just so they're so disorganized, and it looks like the, the 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 leaders didn't even like study the successful movements to figure out okay how do we make this work in an effective way. It's like you have to mess with people's money, mess with their money, and you get their ear. Like, oh, we're gonna block traffic today, bro. I don't care. I'm salaried. Still getting paid the same amount that I was gonna get paid either way. Like, right. I'm gonna call my boss. Hey, is this protest out here? I don't know when I'm gonna make it to work, but I, I'm stuck. I see it on the news. Get here when you can. Am I inconvenienced? Am I cursing you out? Yeah, but at the end of the day, like my paycheck don't change. But if you don't mess with my 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 money, my well being, or my loved ones, I'm not listening to what you have to say. If I don't mm-hmm. care what you have to say. And then if you're combative all the time, instead of being, um, instead of like trying to start a conversation, well, motherfucker, I'm not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm getting in my high voice right now, but I'm not here to talk about that on this podcast today because I can, what the hell? Is What's the question? 
was the original Oh, uh, I don't know. I was just getting, so I was just getting my So just for, uh, so we went in this tangent, but like if you don't know what grassroots movements are specifically, grassroots movements target people who um, are involved in things that the people are for or any sort of specific like group of people. So that's why you see like the Ferguson movement. These people are grassroots movements because they are targeted towards people who are geared towards the um, people at the bottom. Exactly. So the benefits and things that come from the benefits of targeting like uh, Ferguson, who was targeted for certain movements, like certain specific reasons why was he shot? Why was he killed? All of these things. So grassroots movements don't just come from basic black movements or anything like that. It has nothing to do with uh, Black Lives Matter. It has nothing to do with that. But grassroots movements in general come from a specific place that happen from a community that believes in a certain amount of things um, that are trying to push a certain agenda. So that's where grass movements are, um, which aren't always very big. And grass mo- grassroots movements have been dated back to civil rights era, even further than that, like further than Jim Crow, further than all the stuff that we've been trying to push since um, sitting at counters that are integrated and things like that uh, from where my dad was in the South trying to just play basketball with other white players and things like that. Like grassroots movements go way, 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 way back. Um, we want to say that uh, Wikipedia is not informational, but it has a lot of stuff. So just Google it. You can see a lot of information of where grassroots movements come from. America was built on a grassroots It really was. And we tired of bullshit, dog. Oh, you tired of shit? Leave. I bet. Give me the shit, motherfucker. I'm at. Bet. And so you can read a lot about it and where grassroots grassroots movements come from it's not just civil rights it's not just black people it's not just a certain demographic it's a lot of different movements that come from grassroots movements so you can look it up it's very informational um it's very eye-opening so i highly recommend that i'm a big fan of grassroots movements which Mm -hmm. is what i like i want to dabble in politics but never be a politician i Mm-hmm. Yeah, you turn it back on, right? Mm-hmm. Look at Mr. Lord's looking out, making sure we got we getting the video in here. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, I did. Wow, yeah, we went on a fucking tangent. We did. We did go on a tangent. Um, we can edit it later, though. Again, I don't hate tangents because I think it's pure natural conversation. But I'm also not a consumer. Right. I, I produce products, so I'm just... Right. I think everything I the, say is good. In the same vein, like, my second graduate degree has been in movements like that. So, for me to understand grassroots movements are, uh, is very normal. So, to try to explain to somebody else is very difficult. Yeah, because you don't know what they know. And they might, oh, like, black life. I'm like, well, right. yeah, but let's, it's bigger than that. Like, right. Like, the women's suffrage movement was a grassroots movement. Um... How tied into you are to are you into the whole women's thing and uh, kind of tied into it. because of market I am very tied into fair enough yes. and are you ooh this is gonna be a tough topic go ahead yeah it go is ahead. because you know there's there's often a conversation about the the women's movement going against the civil rights movement as far as people of color 
And I've seen different arguments for that. And I want to know where that sits with you. So I will tell you that I think that um, it, I, I don't personally think that it goes against the civil rights movement in terms of, hey, we want equality. We want to be seen as represented the same as everybody. But I will say that uh, women's suffrage and all that that happened uh, was not for black women. Uh, a lot of the things that we talk about, feminism. Is not for black. There we women. go. That's where I really want to go. Feminism. That's because, really what it is, right? So, yeah. feminism is not meant for. I mean, there are a lot of white women, and I'll probably get a lot of shit for this, but um, a lot of white women will go on the feminism trail and say, "Hey, we deserve uh, equal pay. We deserve equal this, that, whatever it is." Um, but that that is not really meant for everybody, right? That is meant for the white woman. Because when you still go up against these people who are trying to advocate for a black person or trying to advocate for a woman of color, you will not get the same sort of fervor and the same sort of advocation that you see for white women that like go up against these problems that we have with um, equality in terms of white women or in terms of women versus men, period. Well, you look at, yeah, and you talked about Michelle Obama and her whole food thing, and I was against the whole food thing mm-hmm. because, well, I wasn't against it. Let me take that back. Take it back. I am against... She is a queen. In a $4,000 Balenciaga. <laughs> um, hey. I, I have my, I have, I have my, my, my pushback on, and, and it has nothing to do with the end state. I think the end state's great. But getting to that end state is is very difficult and it's not cost effective. And right. there's enough money being wasted. So eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, she knew that, that though. She yeah. had to have known that. But yeah, she pushed it right. Right. But the level of pushback that she got because she was trying to make kids healthy was fucking insane. Insane. Like from women, like and like to- Tommy Lauren, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. And. Are you? Tell me why. I'm a fan. Let's be- tangent on this. I will tangent on this. Tell I'm a fan, a fan because she makes what she says relevant. I don't care. Like I don't care about what she says. Like okay, no, okay. I'm, not, I'm, I'm a fan of her ability to be good at what she does. Okay. Like she's a heavy hitter and she's my age. Okay. Go and ahead. she was also in backyard one weekend in San Diego, and it was the one weekend I went to Newport. Right. And, like, I would have been in backyard that night. Right. I'm kind of pissed off because I would have taken a picture with her and I would have pissed off, like, my entire, like, Instagram following. Including me. You wouldn't have known me. I, even if. <laughs> even if. But she's one of those people who, like, and I mean, like, Ander, not Anderson Cooper, excuse me, like, um. The Silver Fox. No, my, no, no. My boy ahead. from, um, my boy who lost his job at Fox, uh. Oh, we'll do the, t- spoke out about, um. Not a freak. Ooh. Um, Ooh. they got him for sex, like sexual harassment and shit. Uh, should have wrote this down. Who? Bill no, 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 not him. Damn, what's, what's his face? name? You should have wrote it down. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Well, that's what she yeah. said. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Wrote Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> but Dolores was right. Go ahead. But yes, but Dolores is right as always. Uh, but he's good. Okay. And where it gets to the point to where I don't care. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, like, go ahead. Sorry, like sorry, ratings, sorry, sorry. people tune into him. I can look at people like that. And I don't care what you're saying, but I care about the response you get from it. Mm-hmm. And you're doing what you want to do to move that fucking needle. Mm-hmm. And I look at that. I go, yeah, that's 
I can respect that as a talent. That's why I say I'm a fan of Tommy Lauren. I don't follow her on any, on any platform. I don't want to hear what the hell she has to say because most of what she has to say is stupid. But it gets a response. And when you can get responses like that. But is the fact that you are saying words to get a response enough to push a needle for any respective? Because it's just like me saying... I'm going to come out here and say, hey, like, uh, crackers aren't worth shit because they fucked up. Goodness gracious. Which is what it is, right? Because she... she but... Tommy Warren says radical shit. She things. says radical shit, Very but she's... Very radical th- shit. Tell me something relevant that she said. I don't listen to her. But, but you just said that... I'm a fan of her ability to get a response her, out of people. Okay, so give me an example. I don't care if it's... Well, like what the, the shit she said about Beyonce. Like, motherfuckers was going crazy. I don't even listen to her. So what did she say? Um, So she said, like, when Beyonce did the whole Black Panthers tribute... Okay. Um, For the Super Bowl... Right. She was up in arms okay, about okay. it and, like, this is totally... Like, why would you do this? This is a hate organization. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, well, you should peel back and see what the Black Panthers really were what they've done right. they were not a hate organization but they would respond to violence with violence right. like instead of with yeah. non-violence but then that talk and then when Charlamagne gave her don't give the day that started the conversation there right right and then I really think the Breakfast Club fumbled by not bringing her on to have that conversation with her right. on their platform. It's like, well, I'm not trying to give her a shine. No, 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 look, look, both of y'all are so big right now. Like, y'all are getting enough shine in your own bags that, like, if you're going to have a behind-the-scenes conversation, you can have a a conversation. And you should be comfortable enough in your skin to where you're going to get called to Uncle Tom, mm-hmm. but be okay with it because you hey, know that you're doing you're it for the right speaking. reasons. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, so stuff like that. that. So how she could say that one thing, but then I find out on the back end that she was like ignorant but receptive to hearing the the black point of view from where she's coming from. Again, I don't give her my my time because I can't I can't give her my yeah, my that, negative energy. That I can't, is hard. I can't. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. But that. people who are able to say who people who are able to say things. And make you feel like they truly mean it. Because most of the stuff I think she says, I think like she's dumb enough to actually believe it. Or not dumb. Ignorant enough to the other pieces of society that really believe what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Although I hear she dates black men. Um, I think that's, that's, that's it's interesting because there are so many people with great things to say. Mm-hmm. But it's so it, it takes you so long to get there that you can't get a response out of anybody. Right. Right, right, right. Okay. Just a respect to the art. Okay, okay. I I can believe that. Kim Tom. You know the beer. Can I be grown? Hmm? Can I be grown? Yes. (laughs) No, I believe that. No, I just, I guess I was just trying to. I don't know. Boss was too loud to confer big shit because I want to protect my queen, but go ahead. Protect your queen who? Queen B. Oh, Queen B? Uh No, do not use Cardi B language when talking not, about Queen B. I did not. That was too close to. Oh, I do a good. Oh, you did that. You did that. I'm you good. Did that. I'm good. Go ahead, sis. Go off. Don't call me sis. Go off. Don't call sis. me sis. Go off. You know what? I've been calling you queen for like the last two weeks. You gonna call you me? You have sis. as an insult though. It is not an insult. That is a compliment. It is a compliment. What's your top? Wait. Because wait, wait, I wait. want to build up my queens. No, you Tell me. Why you always lying? Oh, do that dance again. No. I'm going to start rubbing my stomach. I only 
Uh, well, I guess I know what we're drinking. <laughs> well, I also have this. No, I gotta go to work in the morning. <laughs> So this is bottle number six of champagne for today. It's about six. <clears throat> We're degenerates. We are. We are. We are. We are. What uh, topic are you on? When we um, talked about. Uh, did so, we finish talking about love sex versus drugs? No, we're gonna we're gonna get back to Go it. Go ahead. Though. Okay. Because I think this whole Kanye thing is so relevant to it. I think it that's is why I grouped very it relevant. together. Sorry, hold on. Because again, Dio Hughley, he's 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 a great man. He's a god. He said Kanye gives white supremacists comfort. He did say that. He said that, Mom. And I really wish I, I almost sent you the video, but I was watching on my computer, and it would have mm-hmm. been way too much work to go from computer to da da da. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck all that shit. But it, but it was going back to like the whole slavery, the choice thing, and all of that stuff. Right, right, right. And right. how somebody who forever we have forever in black society given like a pass to say what he wants to say, and he's like a. He's a, I don't know what you want to call him, a black prophet, new age prophet. You know what I'm saying? Like, people hang on the yay's words. Okay, yes. And for him to say that, like, oh, well, damn, this nigga saying that shit. Oh, it must be true. Whatever. You know, I study from the book of yay. I'm sure you do. Not so no, what's your no, argument, no. though? Um, it's really not an argument, it's a discussion point. I want to get your uh, perspective on it. Okay, so uh, the point that we talked about was that Kanye gives white supremacists comfort in this new slave is the drug addict. So the thing is, uh, <clears throat> oh, those are two separate quotes from the same interview. Okay, Mama, sit down. I'm gonna need your, I'm gonna need your anonymous opinion, anonymous. Honest opinion, Dolores. You ready? Do you think that Kanye... And I know you follow this because you be all on the uh, social media. And she right down the street. She really does. Do you think that Kanye gives people in general uh, a new sense of like supremacist interaction? What do you think he kind of does for... Championship season, this baby. Real loud with the next to that. That was the point. I prefer. <laughs> well, I think that people will interpret what he says for whatever they want to, for what they think they're hearing. I agree. Right. And so it's it, it depends on which demographic you're talking to. You talk to the California dem- demographics in that area, they just think that he has... Where you're from, right? Right. Right. And, but then maybe middle America says, hey, you know, they see him with Trump, and they think, well, then he must be right in what he's saying. Right. So, so then people take that to mean that they, they take that and then interpret it as being a, a uh, an opinion that they agree with. So, there we go. Wake to death, please. So it gets to be so it gets to be a little fuzzy as to what he's really saying. Right. Where at the end of the day, when you listen to him, 
there's some unresolved issues in his life. Right. right? That is really what's causing this to bubble up. And so, no, but, but really, we, I, I don't think anybody really takes that road to say, what is it? What is the pain? Mm-hmm. What's causing this pain? But he's not going to talk about that. No. No. And, th- and, but, but then yet, people get on this wagon that you say, okay, well, the white supremacists are supporting or, or agreeing and, and they, they put it on a platform where I don't think that's his intention at the end of the day. The white supremacists? Yeah. The Nazis? No, no. I don't, my thing is. I'm, my Nazi bag? Not, not on my podcast, you can't. You can do that shit on your own time. Um, we don't support anything Nazi over here. But, um. Go ahead, sir. We'll do that again. Go ahead. Please go. Say, sir. Sir, please go. Thank you. speak. Um, I'm glad I gotta get permission to talk about this podcast. All right, but anyways, uh. It is your podcast. Go. (laughs) 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 But no, I, I, I don't, I don't think anything he says is, is, um, is malicious at all. I think that we, we rocked with Kanye because when he, when he first came out, he spoke from a place that we Mm -hmm. understood, where we understand. Then his life changed. He became a mega superstar. He became like larger than life. Then he got into the Kris Jenner cult. Um, he married a Kardashian, and then that 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 amplifies your celebrity to right. another a whole another level. Like he's right. touching people who he didn't even know existed. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. because he's like just people look at him as Kim's husband, mm-hmm. and like which I never grasped that concept. Until I was having a conversation with somebody about uh, Lemonade in 444. Sorry, that doesn't matter. Yeah, friends. And they're talking about Jay-Z as if he's Beyonce's husband, not Jigaman, Hove. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, how dare you speak of Jay-Z in this this life? Like like Beyonce was just another R&B singer until he gave her the power pack. But... So when I, I mean, when she I, was alright. Yeah, she was just she another. She was alright. She was like at the top of the group, but she was not yeah. like she wasn't Yonce. I know, but I'm still gonna stand for you. As you should. But okay, he gave it go a ahead, pack. go ahead. You know why I'm doing this. Go I ahead. Know, I know. I love. But you. um, Beyonce, I'm here for you. <laughs> Team Hope. It's the rock. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like Get the strap. So when I so when I see that, I go, his life changed. And then you hear people who dated the family. We right. don't say get distracted. We say put the bottle right. down here. Whatever. Go ahead. Put the bottle down. Go ahead. But, um, yeah, you need to put the bottle down. You had to go much. ahead. <laughs> but when you. I'm looking at our list of oh, topics. I'm proud of you. Okay, go ahead. Um, but when, when you see how that Kardashian celebrity changed so many people, mm-hmm. like athletes who are like, yeah, like I had to make this move, this move, this move in protection of the Kardashian brand. Like, they got me thinking about this, that, and the third because everything that they do is strategic. Mm-hmm. Which there's nothing wrong with that because right. they got. Bruh, how the fuck is the youngest one the richest one? 
And they're making money. They're making money. I can't fault you for making coins. No, like you can do a lot of shit I don't agree with. But at, at the all. end of the day, when you get in a Kardashian bankroll, let me shut my broke ass up. Coins. These are coins I'm not making. No, like, if I'm hating, it's again, because I'm not making the coins that you are making. Kylie is the richest one. She really is. And that's what pisses Kim off the most. But anyway, so like... So for with the passing of his mother, the Amber Rose breakup to watch her glow up like, bitch, I made you. I pulled you out of the script club. You were nothing until you got me. Now you larger than life. Like, like you are the voice of women's empowerment and celebrity, which is terrible. Right. Y'all already know how I feel about Amber Rose. I've given her bars. Which brings us to the next topic, which is celebrity direction. Do we look for celebrities to direction? Yes, we what do. What do we do? So who? I, I don't. Okay. But again... Most- Should we? No. For what? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can sing well. That doesn't mean you're you're great at li- you're a great person. So we look at... Okay, okay, okay. So we look at um, obvious people like the Offsets and then Cardi B. Offset? Right. Okay. So, so he went in. Um, but do we look at the Beyonce's? Do we look at the Michelle Williams and the Kelly Rollins? I don't look at Michelle Williams for anything. Um, as the, no one else in society does. Like, the only reason we looked at her because her white fiance says some racist ass shit. And that's what happens when you enter into interracial relationships at times because there's a, there's a cultural difference that you, you don't, you know, motherfuckers don't understand. So, again, I'm not against anti interracial relationships I've had some myself um yeah I know how big baby get down um I don't even know what that means but um but no like you talk but you talk about Beyonce and Jay-Z though they have transcended the level of just celebrity right so I don't look at them I don't look at them as an item or goals because they're celebrities I look at them because of what they've accomplished like Jay-Z went from from dope dealer to dope rapper, right? He okay. goes from dope rapper to mogul, right? Okay. Then he finds the love of his life, and he helps her build her brand from R&B singer to queen of the fucking world, right? And then he's the king of rap. She's the queen of women. Like, I'm never going to say R&B. Like, that's just that's disrespectful. She's the queen of women. Like, the beehive is crazy. So do you think that's something that... Hove really developed or what? I think that there were parts of being successful in the music industry and building a brand that she had not gotten to yet because he was further advanced in his career. So he so he gave her game, mm-hmm. put her on game, and then used his influence. And then they grew together and they pushed and challenged each other. And then, I mean, you look at Lemonade and 444, right? Right. Beyonce fans were mad at Jay Z after Lemonade dropped. Right. But what they didn't realize is by the time Lemonade dropped, their their marriage was back on the uptick. So do you think that okay, so we talked about that. So do you think that even after the Travis Scott Cardi B weird shit? Travis right? Scott. Travis Scott, Cardi B. You Offset, you mean? Sorry. Offset. Dark skinned niggas with dreads getting mixed yes. up on it. Y'all look like we all look sorry, like. Sorry, 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 sorry. Excuse me. You'll start calling me Michael Black. So I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It's a sorry. light skin ass. Damn. So um, they're all the same. Um, Fuck you. I'm sorry. 
And so we talk about looking at celebrities for direction. You already said no. Um, but is that the burden of fame? Is that something that we look at because they are famous, we have to put on them to give us direction in terms of like, what should I do with my relationship? Damn, I thought she was my ghostwriter. Maybe I should be her ghostwriter. Right. Um, do I think that? No. Like, I like Charles Barkley's quote that I'm not a role model. Mm-hmm. And I had a conversation with some family members a few months back because they heard some of my podcasts. And they were like, what about the little kids that may look up to you? I'm like, it's not my job to be their role model, for one. And then for two, if you think this is negative, but it's something that you do and it's something that you like feel, it's not a bad thing. This is this is just real spill, real shit. So, hey. I, I'm not one to ever look to a celebrity for direction or guidance because... Don't give a fuck about that. Like, I look like my, I was raised in a way to here's what good is, here's what great is, and you should look at that. Now, will I look at somebody in that in that vein as someone to a- admire their talent, their work ethic, and stuff like that? Most definitely. But again, when it comes to, like, how to live my life, most celebrities are, are, are drug addicts and, and, and drunks. They're drug addicts and drunks. So why the hell would I look at drug addicts and drunks as my moral compass? Like, I think Kanye's great. I think he's a dope artist. I think he's a he's dope at life. But at the same time, I'm not looking into my political views. I look for people to give me what they can offer and what they're good at. Okay, so explain this one to me. This one. This thought. Oh, that was another quote. So... D.L. Hughley was dropping gems. Like, I listened to, like, a lot of Vlad shit today. Okay. And he was like, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince them that they're fooled. Okay. So, it's easy. I'll put it like this to you. It's easier for me to convince you that you're my girl than it is for your homegirls to convince you that I'm doing you dirty. Okay. Simple as that. Bitch. But it's, it's the truth. I mean, Probably. It's true. Like it's okay, easy. Okay, it's, okay, okay, okay. And I mean, and, and and it was, I want to say it was in the context again of people like listening to celebrities and like and like forgiving. It was like forgiving Kanye so quickly after he drops a good album again. Wrong bottle, girl. Put the bottle down. Mm-mm. Oh, something enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I popped early. Mm-hmm. Fight. <laughs> Never mind. I ain't Kareem Hunt. And I ain't trying to lose my goddamn job. But um. Game time. Thank you, Mama. That nigga ain't gonna never see game time again, is he? <laughs> Not applicable. Go ahead. But it's just it's just easier to get people in into your web than than it is to get them out. Wrong bottle, girl. Put the bottle. She gave me the wrong bottle. Keep going. I'm fine over here. I'm I'm distracted. You are distracted. Uh, it happens from time to time. You're right. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not even arguing with you. Well, what I'm don't we agree? We've been on agree- board. We've been agreeing on everything. Too much. Okay. What don't we agree sorry, on? Sorry, sorry. Let me go Maybe into Maybe I just the- had agreeable topics today. Let me go into the bag. Let me find uh, what we don't agree with. The are all agreeable topics. Believe song, Christian, uh, Christmas, and 
Commercialization. Commercialization. Thank you. Sorry, I'm drinking. Commercialization. I've been drinking, bitch. I ain't gonna be too many more bitches. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking, bitch. Uh, that's what. That's what Dave Chappelle would say to you. So. I'm no bitch. We be tussling. I'm trying to tell you some beliefs here. All right, talk to me. And this one. The Super Bowl one. You want to talk about the Super Bowl one? Uh, I don't know talk how I feel stuff? about that shit yet because I what think... What do you mean? Well, for Meek Mill to tell Travis Scott not to participate in the Super Bowl, you ain't got to do that. You big enough. That I, I'm torn because I don't think he should do it because I think the NFL fumbled. They on, sure did. On the Super Bowl. And, and, and again, they it has sure nothing to do did. with my Colin Kaepernick beliefs and all of that shit. It's just that they picked Travis because he has a number one album out right now, which is odd because it dropped so long ago. But like, okay, we're gonna get you to come do this, and again, he sold his soul to the, to Chris Jenner and the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> it's all about publicity. But when you're having a Super Bowl in Atlanta, which is now the mecca of hip hop, Atlanta is the mecca of hip hop. Fuck New York. I said it. Ain't the first time I said it. I just want y'all to know that shit. Atlanta is the mecca of hip hop. When you have so many hip hop acts in Atlanta, so many popular hot hip hop acts, Migos, Gucci, T.I., Jeezy, Ludacris, Jermaine Dupree, 2 Chains, like there are so many Atlanta people. Cardi B. She's from Scott. New York, but I know. But what, what I'm saying is, you can have the whole gang there. out there. You know what I mean? Everybody's and there's and there's performing there, and there is another concert that's happening that week about the niggas. Who in Atlanta? Who I don't remember, but like okay. the people you want to see are having a separate concert. I didn't mean to. I, no, 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 no. You okay, good? Go you good? You good? You good? If you was doing something disrespectful, I would say something. Sorry. What I tell you about your tongue? Hmm. Just say keep it shit in your mouth. You're like Mr. Lord right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Don't give me that. Don't give me that other bag. I secured that one now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Talk. Talking to your microphone. Talk. What was I talking about? You got me distracted. You was talking about oh, microphones and um, people who was in their bag about. Oh yeah, for so, me. Oh yeah. So like, my thing is, is Meek was saying don't do it, but like, bro, you rock with. With with Robert Kraft, exactly. like that's your guy. Exactly. So, what influence are you exerting over Robert Kraft in your conversations with him? And where is that going? Are you only fighting a criminal justice battle with him? If so, that's fine. But what conversations about the status of the NFL are you having? And then exactly. also, Robert Kraft in forty five, right? We're gonna keep it at forty five. They're good friends, you know. And shit, my dude. You're not shit. So, like, you telling this man not to go get this bag real quick and, and perform in front of the largest audience he would ever perform in front of? I don't think you don't want to say that. Now, Jay, they said Jay put in a phone call? That's different. Different. Totally different, because Jay, Jay turned it down. You know, Jay drank Douce out of motherfucking his Grammys. Yo. First of all, Jay put, he don't need no stadiums. Jay don't need nothing. We already know that. We already know Jay don't need no stadiums. I, oh God, I can't wait till he puts out another album and on tour again. 444 talked to me. Too much. Talking too much. 
You over here flailing. You okay? I'm trying to get these fucking. <laughs> Take your hair wrap off, Medusa. It's on my hair wrap. It's a little. It's a little. You just want to be. Let me live. Can I live, please? Put it a little bit more to the side. Really, yeah. Dolores? Oh, you're saying like it's, in your, it's hard to talk to you with all this. Really, shit in your Dolores? Face. You know how some girl shit happens here with this. You really want to deal with this? What is she talking about right now? Some hair wraps. That's what I'm talking about. I know you got your. So let me live. I can't take you seriously you right now. You shut up. I don't. I don't I'm like trying to deal with right it. Now. Go ahead. Keep talking. I don't even know what the hell I was talking. Keep about. talking. With your Burberry hair wrap on and your Gucci crew neck. She talking about dressing Christmas. Oh yes, please make a lot of noise. It's your house though. I'll shut up. She talking about some dresses, some Christmas clothes for the family Christmas dinner. We show up, and she in black and silver Gucci and a Burberry hair wrap. That's Christmassy. He feels some type of way. You damn right. I bought some Christmas motherfucking pajama pants. I look good, motherfucker. How do I look? Good. Shut the fuck up. You would have looked good anything else you want to. Good. Shut the fuck up. What did I introduce you as? Good. Oh, fine ass Joni from work. Oh, you're right. Okay, what were we talking about? This isn't even the topic. Uh, yeah, we were talking about. Good I don't Lord. know. We still haven't disagreed on the topic, and that's the you're problem. You're right. You're that's right. That's the problem. Sorry. Hold on. Me. I know you got some shit in your bag somewhere. In my bag. Hold on. Hold on. You sent me all this list. I sent you that list, but all that shit is okay, fucking. Okay. 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 Travis Scott performing the Super Bowl. Women with no Nick rhythm. Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Mink speaking without without being closed. Tom's a <laughs> My heart. So let's look at this. These are the notes I'd be making like when I be in the club, right? Cause I so I don't forget ideas. Bulls and club trying too hard. Turk. Turk Mama. Okay, bro, I think wobbling, I think bro. what I the thing like is, okay, so we're gonna fly off the cuff and this is what Nishoni does all the time. I don't have no plan. So I think what we're gonna do is just talk. The snapper clapper. I don't even know. I don't even want to know what that is. Snapper clapper? My little cousin. Stop. No, 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 no. I mean, my little, she's like 24, 25. 24. We were having a conversation. She was like, yeah, I got that snapper clapper. And I was Ooh. like, ew, I don't want to hear that from you. Go ahead. But, no, I don't play that well. Stop. But she's grown, so I okay. have to accept that. And I talk about grown shit. And I go, you got the snapper clapper? If you can get away with saying that, ain't nobody called you out on it. Yeah, you got something that don't nobody else something. need. You got that 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 uh something. You got that Rihanna. That magic box. That Kardashian. That uh, Ariana Grande. Kim K. That's the, I sent you that Joe Budden quote. Did, did, I? Did, did. I can't find it though. That's why this shit is always in my eyes. <laughs> But I think it's your butt the whole fool right now. Keep going right now. Where you at? I, I, I know, baby. I'm good at what I do. Um, I hate you. No, you don't. What the fuck? Didn't I screenshot that tweet? Nope. So the thing is... Oh, there you uh, go. There you go. Okay. I have purposely stayed away from women who who look like they would be agile during sex <laughs> because I'm not the jungle gym. <laughs> anyways. He the butt. Like, anyways. So... You ready? You take a deep breath? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Turn me up in the headphones. So what we're talking about is uh, people who take a deep breath before they enter into the zone of 
jungle gym ism. It doesn't matter. So jungle gym. What the fuck is jungle gym? That's what we talked about. That's what we just said. Talking about fucking. Basically, are you not agile? I'm agile enough. That's why you laughed. <laughs> I got good hips. <laughs> Use a nigga. I am. I get it from my dad. It's what they tell That's me. That's what I'm saying. Are you? Am I agile? Are you? Are I'm, you I'm agile enough. Yes. Are you agile? Are you agile? Are you agile? Is my question. More important, are you flexible? I said first. Am I agile? I'm, I'm agile. I said I'm agile okay. Enough. Good for you. So am I. We're all agile. Oh, yeah? Yes, we are. Okay. My little fringes are not working. They ain't agile right at all. Now. Them motherfuckers Shut stiff. Up. They are stiff. You know, you um, that shit. So, so my problem is, hey, shut up. Are you done? Are you Let done? You want to leave this conversation? No, I want you to leave it. That's what I thought. So, I don't um, like how you talking to me. My soul's, my soul, my soul sisters out there, are you ready to help me lead this? Yeah, thing? maybe I'm good. Okay, good. Um, the problem is that we have a lot of infrastructure that says that we are not allowed to have a very free. Nigga, keep talking. Sexual experience in terms of, hey, am I interested in being sexual with someone? And am I interested in not? Like, that's the big question. That's not really not the big question, but people are very embarrassed to even speak on the very surface level aspects of uh, being sexually intimate. And that's my whole thing. I hit that ass. I mean, I know you will, but how many people are willing to do that? You know what I mean? Oh, no. A lot of people are insecure about sex. Um, yeah. And I think that be, that is because some of the taboo nature behind sex and the fear of talking about sex because people don't want to talk about how nasty they are because they might get judged. Mm-hmm. People don't want to talk about their sexual shortcomings because they might get judged. Mm-hmm. But when you start talking about your sexual experiences... You start figuring out you're not much different from a lot of people. Right. Like, when you hit a motherfucker with some, yeah, bro, I hit a motherfucker with a good minute, 32-minute first round. And, and like, if if you have never talked to anybody about giving out some bad dick, you get uncomfortable doing that shit. So, okay. So, we talk about what you just said. Uh Uh-huh. When we talk about in terms of good dick, bad dick, sorry, mom, uh, you are here uh, yeah, with me no. to experience God, this. Mom. I don't care. I really don't care. She's heard everything. Thanks, mom. I'm a grown man. Uh, <laughs> hey, you can stop licking your tongue out of me. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is when you are trying to go into this topic of uh, sexualization, when you speak on men who have been sexually active, what is the baseline? Like, is, hey, I've done A, B, C, D. Like, what is that? What What is the baseline of, hey, I'm here on this, like, baseline with you, or I'm on this intermediate level with you, I'm on the expert level. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't know, because... I like to find different, like, I put women in different sexual categories, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a one-nighter, you get whatever I got that day. It's probably going to be over-reliable. <laughs> if okay. You, if you're somebody who, like, I kind of mess with, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we have consistent 
we don't have I don't say consistent sex, but we've had sex multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I try some different things with you. Uh, you know, I go off into my my freak bag to keep you there. But then, like, if you're like my girl, then then like it's a totally different experience because like we're watching porn for like education, right? Mm-hmm. We're reading. We're reading about different shit to like figure out. Hey, let's try this. Let's like look at that. Let's try to maximize our sexual experience. Right. And there's also that wild card of when you just talking nasty, and then somebody else is is talking that same nasty that you talking. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh yeah, shit. And they hit you with, the, oh, you ain't about that shit. You want to try me? And then you end up doing <laughs> no, nah, but you end up doing some stuff that's not in your usual one nighter. In your bag. Not in your one nighter bag. It's into your it's some of them other bags that leak over because that type of person has let you know they're into that type of stuff. Or then you have other different personalities who are gonna do what the fuck they're gonna do, and that's how they gonna that's how they gonna get with it. Right. But for me, I know a couple of things that work most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I go with them. I'm not going to say that on the podcast. It's family's listening. But you can put your tongue in your mouth. Because I'm trying to stay on, I'm trying to stay on task right now. <laughs> stay focused. I can't handle it. So I got to go to work in the morning. Anyways. Um, thank you. So for you from a female's perspective, how does that sit with you? Because I generally think that females are generally more reserved. I said generally twice, too close to each other. But mm-hmm. females are more reserved in their... And their sexualness. So I can only speak to myself. Obviously. obviously uh, which is not obvious to everybody in the audience because people are dumb. Um, Don't talk about my audience like that. Sorry. I'm sorry, audience. Uh, yes. I can only speak for myself, but I think that when people think about sexual experiences, they automatically relate it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Which makes it very difficult to experience a lot of external things that they have never experienced into themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when you have something as, hey, I'm having an external experience where there are multiple, um, whatever, external experiences happening. And I've never experienced those things. I can't experience them. It doesn't make sense to them. It's right. just very, it's a very hazy thing. Oh, like eating ass. Exactly. Like, you've like, never done, if you've never done the things that are being expressed to you, and I know you're laughing at me, but. No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm I, laughing at But the thing at, is, like, like, if you've never done those things, then you can't formalize them in yeah. your mind as something as being tangible. So it makes it very, um,. Not unrealistic, but very like, oh, that could never happen type thing. It's not that it could never happen, because obviously if you've experienced it, then it has happened. But be like, oh, I've never experienced that. It's because that person has never experienced it. You know what I mean? Yes. And and it's... It's amazing crazy. Yeah, it's hard to step out of your... There's white people, and they don't know. Oh, no, I know that. Go ahead. Go ahead. You already know. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, but like, there are... Associated into but, your dream. But, yeah. Boy, the dream I got cooking right now, boy. Let me tell you something. But, um, but there, there, there are people who, who can't step out of themselves. Like you said, like, they, they want to stay in their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And 
especially with with sexual things, you you already have to build up a certain level of comfort because there's a certain level of discomfort with somebody you're having sex mm-hmm. with, like especially mm-hmm. the first few times if y'all aren't if y'all don't care about each other. Um, then if you're gonna have somebody make you uncomfortable, push you. Excuse me, I'm saying make you uncomfortable. That sounds like rape. Um, push you to a level outside of your comfort zone when you're already uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's that much more difficult. Mm-hmm. Which is why I openly talk about nasty, disgusting shit, so that it's like you know what? Why are you talking about this? This freaky shit that you that you've thought about doing and maybe haven't done is not as freaky and not normal as you think it was. Right. And that's where it hit for me. I think I told you a story. I was playing Never Have I Ever. And my three close friends, chick said, Never Have I Ever ate ass. And I see all of them go boom, boom, boom. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, shit. Oh, y'all niggas nasty. That's how y'all getting down there? But But then, but seeing that, I'm like, oh, shit, bro. My niggas doing it. It ain't as taboo as I thought it was. That, I mean, was be- that was before, that, that but that was before Janae Aiko and Kevin Gage. Right, though. right, you're right. She fine as hell. Oh boy, the things Sorry. I do to her. The I just, things I do. I just her. had to throw that out there. The things I would she do. She really to her. is. I, I would. Okay, change my. All on the same page. Y'all give up pork. She fine. That's like that's like oil money. I'll give up pork. She fine. Operation foil. Huh? Oh yeah, we got Operation Oil Money coming up soon. We will be uh speaking of soon. Hey Adam. Can- <laughs> what the fuck is that? My little cousin. <laughs> no. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm asleep, nigga. She's grown. I don't have grown people. Which ain't true. But um Um <laughs> Oh man, you got me so distracted. You had my mind in so many different places. Talk about Janelle. Oh, Operation Oil Money. <laughs> So, we're taking our trip on the road to Dubai in uh, about a week. Uh, today about the 23rd. Week, yeah. yeah, in about a week. Yeah, actually a week. It's we'll, about a week. Yeah, we, 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 we land in Dubai. Whoa, Whoa. Whoa. boy. Hey, I'm cooking now, present. baby. Present is what I meant to say. Present. Shut up. I'm cooking, baby. <laughs> Shut up. Big baby in that bag today. Present. Shut up. Anyway, so we're gonna take our trip to Dubai, and uh, let me focus again. And uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna capture some great footage, a little video footage. Mm-hmm. Try to get a pot off while we're there, depending on try our. Try to. I can't commit to that because it's gonna be a shit show. I'm gonna try to help you. Okay. If we can, if you and I can get a podcast off it, then we're gonna get it off. Yeah, and, and, and it may just be like we might be able to just, and it may be just sitting the microphone up and just talking early morning. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It's gonna be early morning or late night if ain't nobody laying yep. up. But uh Stop. <laughs> but anyway, so the point of the trip is to obviously bring in our New Year's in Dubai and have a great time. But also find Error. us some oil money. Because there are there's an Arab population out here who has ties to this oil. Okay. okay. And there's a fine ass black nigga who's gonna be out there looking for Al Hazil's daughter to give us some L Big Baby. Who? And then you got fine ass Lejone who's looking for Al Hazil. 
And to our little grandmama know we getting that oil money. Bitch. We got you. So, uh, but yeah, Dubai's gonna be a great time. We got it's like a nice, good. got a nice little, uh, what's that shit called? Itinerary set up. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're gonna land. I love this eye contact you're giving me right now. It's really stroking my ego. Sorry. Um, no, I'll keep it up. It's real, when I really get in my bag. Um, uh, we, um, we, yeah, we're gonna land, we're gonna eat at Salt Bay Place, apparently. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go, we're gonna go on the sand dunes, on the dune buggies, and we're gonna ride camels. In the native Arab garb. Yes, I said Arab because yes. I'm from the South. I'm bad looking like Hasim. We gonna live our best lives. It ain't going back and forth with you niggas. But um, <laughs> we're also going to um party and get wasted and get really fresh. And if uh, Najoni thinks she's wearing flats with her five foot ten ass, she gonna be paparazzi all night with a press pass. Yes, yeah, she will be wearing a press pass. So she will have elevated feet around me on New Year's Hill. My old misogynistic southern ass. Um, hey, let me see that. Take that. Tuck it. I'll stop that. I don't believe in violence. Go ahead. Go ahead, from, gang, gang. You, remember, you messing you, 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 up you, 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 you remember who taught me? You messing up the... I'm not messing up shit. This is organic. It's your whole organic, shit. But, uh, shit. We was talking about keep something going, else. Keep flowing. You got to keep yeah, then we're gonna go indoor uh, skiing, and apparently I found out somebody here grew up snowboarding. <laughs> Tell you what, them California motherfuckers, boy, Yo, they, they I'm really different. good at it. I'm really good at it. I'm not trying to brag, but you can do some tricks. I can do some stuff. I can do some things. Can you do a trick on a huh? Huh? <laughs> Shut up. Figure your own tricks. Can you teach me? Mm-hmm. I bet. I'm a great student. <laughs> I always build great relationships with my teachers, especially uh, my female teachers. Shut up. I was able to reach them. Shut up. I was able to, you know, Shut up. foster good. Next. Um, Thank you. Next. <laughs> uh, and we're going to go to that big-ass mall that y'all country-ass niggas always be seeing on uh, the motherfucking Instagram. But damn, I really hate that this this pod has been just so fucking. What was the? Sorry, we've been so good at like agreeing and just talking, and we have not I know, been our been normal very selves. Agreeable. Like we were going at it earlier today, but that conversation is not relevant to a podcast. So sorry, guys, can't do that. We got Mr. Lord over here in the cut, just chilling. So my other thing was my other thing. Your other thing was. Um, Celebrities just taking, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Celebrities for direction? Did we talk about that? Yeah, I say I don't want to look for the niggas for direction. Like, you kind of, you did your, you were on the phone when I kind of like thumbed it up. Mm -hmm. I talked about how I put them like in, 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 in their realm, right? Right. If you're a great singer, I, I respect you for that. And I, if I want to be a great singer, I would look at you to become a great singer. Like, I want to become a comedian. Okay. So I listened to Richard Pryor. I listened to okay, Robin okay, Williams. Okay. Good. Okay. So no, I I understand that. Yeah. So when people say beliefs on Christmas and commercialization. Oh yeah, I, I just think the commercialization think of Christmas is fucking trash. Like, for one, if you are a follower of Christ, that is why you're celebrating Christmas, right? Right. 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 right if right. you're not, nah, bro, you can't have this motherfucking holiday. I'm not out here observing uh, Hanukkah. 
Why? That's not my belief system. I'm not out here observing a Ramadan because that's not my belief system. Right. But oh, the whole world can take Christmas and not even talk about Christ. That's my problem. We talking about the jolly fat white man who bring gifts down the motherfucking chimney. He ain't brought shit to me. My mom and daddy bought that shit. Right. <laughs> Good guy. There she is. That shit's scary. It's scary. Low key, that shit's scary. But like when I like when I have kids, <laughs> if I have kids, if 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 my wife allows me, right, my kids are not gonna be raised on Santa Claus. Do it again to us. They like they're gonna be raised on like hey look here. You harass on white face. Right. So I got you. You got it. Sis. You got it. You got it. Sis. That I'm shit is so you. scary. Look, look at the how scary that shit is. That's scary as fuck. But my thing is like, even if you if you don't want to be religious about Christmas, you want to take it at the time to come together with family and give gifts and reflect on stuff. I shouldn't have to wait till December twenty fifth to give you a nice gift and tell you I love you. I should give you one on February first just because. And it kind of goes to just the overall commercialization of pretty much everything that we do in life. Like, hell, Black Friday is ruined Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because we in line before dinner is cooked. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. That yeah. <laughs> like, Valentine's Day. Why do I do all this extra shit just to show you I love you in February? Granted, if I'm in a relationship, I'm going to observe that holiday because that's an argument I'm not trying to get into. But I should be able to do that shit on March 14th, not February 14th. I should mm-hmm. be able to do it. Whenever I feel inclined to show you that I love you, not when America tells me to tell you that I love you. But you have the power to make that happen. How? By by just doing exactly what he's saying. What? If, if on any given day you decide that you want to show your your spouse or, or someone that you want to give them something, there's nothing that says you can't do that. Why oh. that? But why oh, no. is that? But why does that change the tide? In terms of anything, any gift gives any other holiday. Does that make but, sense? Yeah, but but the, the, the thing is that I I think, and 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 I'm not, I'm really not talking about what I do in in my life. But of course, because um, you're a millionaire. Go ahead. Um, I don't put your money. I already know what your job is. Like, Go like, ahead. Like with my husband, right? Mm-hmm. He will, he will give me gifts, but it's never on. My birthday. It's never on Valentine's Day or whatever. He will just, you know, whenever he buys That's something. That's why I write down. To me. And, and, um, Keep your but then on the other hand, you said that you wanted to raise your kids with no, none of the, the commercial stuff of that, right? No. You have to be careful though. You have to be careful because as they get older, and they, 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 they come into their own, it, you could, the, the pendulum could swing to the other side. They over there, don't even know over there shit. So, so, so it's just, you have to sort of balance all of that and they have to know why they're not getting gifts versus. The, the thing is, they, they will still get some gifts, mm-hmm. but my thing is, let's not, let's not focus it on Christmas, right? Like, if you're doing good in school, hey, Little nigga wants new shoes. But what Bam. happens? What happens when you are so? Basing on my mom's experience, what happens when you are the native experience? I'm just talking about how I don't like 
like commercialize the motherfucking holidays. So what I'm saying is, because some motherfucking is, white man in America doesn't say I gotta spend this right, much money no, on this. this. Like, this is, have this have, is purposeful. Have your salary on a motherfucking, motherfucking is, engagement no, ring. It's purposeful. No, it's purposeful. But what happens is the commercialization is a lot of it is placed upon you because you are the commercialization. And you choose the culture that you want when it's convenient. For us, it's not always been the culture that we are convenient. It's the culture that happens. The thing is, the thing is when people, they will choose what culture happens at the time. That That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, like people pick and choose the culture they, they want when it's convenient for them. Right. Which is why, like, as much as I have these anti-commercialization of holidays opinions, if I have a woman in my life, on these, on these little, she getting what she, she getting it. My mom, when these holidays come around, you're getting something because I understand that although I feel one way personally, I also know how you feel and how you believe. And I'm not going to ask anybody to adopt my belief set for stuff like that because at the end of the day, it's not a a deal breaker. Like, it's just how I feel. But, you know what I'm saying? I shoot, I shoot somebody a little forty dollars and say, "Hey, it's Tuesday. Go get your nails done." Right. I love doing that. Commercialization of holidays. It's just, I, I think it's just beyond, right? It's just, it's just gone totally out of control. I can't explain you're not, it. You're not talking about, you know, Labor Day. And you're getting hints of Thanksgiving. And Labor Day, they making cars. Oh, car sale, man. Look here, it's Labor Day, man. I'm getting drunk and cooking out. That's all. But but the, it's just that it's just it just overtakes it. I mean, you go into your your emails and whatever, you know, things are popping up just because you, you do a search on one thing, and, and your phone system sort of literally takes over. Well, what it, think, it came out that like Facebook was giving certain people uh people's um. Like access to people's messages or some shit like that. I read um, a couple of days ago. Jeez. That's not good. Oh yeah, no, I'm ruined. I've accepted it. I'm ruined between my text messages, my tweets in 2010, my DMs I've sent. I'm ruined. <laughs> I'm fucking ruined. The internet got me. I'm ready to see the first true internet president, though. Like, somebody who's, like, our age who really mm-hmm. came up in the internet. Like, how mm-hmm. how much our standards are going to drop right. in the sense of what we would allow from people publicly. Although, right. these standards, of, like, these people have always had this behavior internally, but you just never saw it. Because there are things you said and did growing up that nobody can bring up or prove. It's some shit I said and did growing up that's on this motherfucking timeline right now, and it ain't shit I can do about it. Right. You guys talk about receipts, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have it. Right here. Pictures. I'm talking about you can't use your receipts. Wow, listen to this funny quote. What's the argument here? NBA, WNBA. One is a sport, one is a joke. I love sports, I love jokes. Room for all. I actually like that. Don't hit me. Don't hit me with that. That's the first like anti WNBA thing that I was able to like just just latch on to. I don't really think WNBA is a joke. Hey. 
they're no, but I think that we I should. I don't think they're very respectable. It's not. It's a bad TV product. Yeah, it's not entertaining. No? And they make less money than I do. And they know that. True. Yeah. They know that. But at the same time, the amount of work that they put into doing their job is a lot less than I do, too. Yeah. Because my basketball playing friend, he works four hours a day. Tops. And travels. Gosh, look at this picture. Look at the family. It's beautiful. Who is that? The girl on the right or left side is me. Oh, the girl shit. on the right or left side. Why did you say some trifling? Next to Margie? Yeah. Okay, I can see you. This is just a family picture. From but who else is it? Wow. So my homeboy was on uh, the one we just talked to. You see this? Uh huh. This is my mom. This lady right here. Right. I've been looking for that picture forever, and somebody just posted it. Right? That's beautiful. Right? She'd be Dolores tripping. But um, so this, cool. this this other podcast from back home, they had my boy on that we just talking to, and I'm gonna shout him out of my story, man. I'm proud of me. I'm going. I think we've really shit to talk about, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we talked about a lot of shit. This is kind of long. Oh boy. Is there anything on here I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this and like look for shit to cut out? Yeah. Yeah, I'm you I mean not really. Not really, I honestly. Just, I think I'm gonna just break it up into parts. You have not really break it up into parts, but break it up into places that you want to specialize in. Cause we didn't really do too much tangenting. No, we didn't. We really didn't. You kept me on topic. Maybe I should bring you back more often. Maybe. You're kind of good at this thing. Okay. I'm moving by myself. What about your friend? I'm a force one with a What about though. your friend? Maybe I'm good all by myself. Maybe I'm a good at it. What about your friend? Maybe you you make me better. What about your friend? Uh, Talk about your was, friend. No, I'm saying he was on another podcast. Oh, okay, okay. okay I'm shouting okay. him out. I'm not going to be a hating ass nigga. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I want the whole team to win. <laughs> Shout out to T1 on Straight to the Point Podcast. He out here doing great things. Uh, Yeah. That was ugly. And then what else? Uh, I was about to sign out. What he doing on there? I haven't listened to it. He just oh, was on there. I don't he's know. just talking? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna give him a shout Talk out. Talking about ignorant shit? I don't know. He just or did the toy drive, so I assume relevant shit. I assume they talk about the toy drive. And not then, shit, shit. Could be anything. I don't know because. God damn. Close it up. I'm falling for this shit, ain't I? You are. Go ahead. She got me hooked. Yep. I guess you got your hooks in me. Oh, baby. All right, I'm done here. Big baby hat. Any part words? Can't stand you, nigga. I hate you. Yeah, feelings mutual. <laughs>